Hi, I'm Darcy. And I'm Kelly. And thanks for joining us for... And, and Another, Another Thing. Thing. Where we talk about current events, pop culture, things we love, things we don't, all slathered in gobs of laughter, and all the feels. So grab a drink, sit down, and join us for... And, and Another, Another Thing, Thing with Darcy and, and Kelly. The Podcast. Everybody, this is Darcy Monet and I'm Kelly Goodman. Thanks for joining us for Oscar. Oscar. I, I don't Joni even know her. <laughs> you guessed it. This is going to be all things Oscar. Yes. Um. So we're excited for it. And by the time you hear this, it's already over. But um, you know, we're just yeah. going to give you some uh, of our opinions before it happens. And mm -hmm. you know, we got those for sure. We always have opinions. <laughs> And this is our high holy day of Hollywood. Oh my gosh, this is like our our Super Bowl. Our Super Bowl, even more so for me than the Grammys. The Grammys used to be my Super Bowl. Me but too. Yeah. I don't even care about that anymore. <laughs> but I still care about the Oscars because I still am a cinephile. Yes. And I love me some movies. And uh, so, where do you want to start? Um, first of all, let's let's uh, talk about the elephant in the room. Um, okay. So they're cutting out to make this more palatable for general public. Yeah. Which this is for cinephiles. This is, this me is off. for. I so know. this year they're going to do film editing, product, production design, sound, makeup, and hairstyling, music, original score, and all three short film awards mm. uh, before the actual show starts. Um, in a you know live before so the people there will see it but we're only going to get snippets that they're going to edit down for the recipients speeches so they'll still get there and i'm using finger quotes <laughs> they'll still get their oscar moment but it's not the same so yeah. i just think it cheapens the whole thing and you know people have worked hard yeah and when you the, when you think back there's not that many oscars awarded over the course of time you know it's once a year so it's like right. you win an oscar and that's a pretty huge accomplishment right and you deserve to have a moment to thank the people that got you there and to be appreciative and and have that and i'm like i look i live for the speeches i do I, too you know, that's the best part yeah i want to so, see that stuff and, and i hope I, I just i mean i understand they got this hotshot producer who's supposed to cut it down so it's supposed to be you know hip and exciting but I don't know. Give me long ass. Yes. Yeah. Drink. <laughs> drink, drink, drink. Is ass even? <laughs> ass, I think, is on Saturday morning cartoons. Is that still whatever, even? Well, whatever excuse we can have to drink, it's fine. There we go. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, that's something that's going to happen this year. But, yeah. um, so, okay. What best, uh, best picture noms have you seen? Uh, actually, I've seen all of them except Dune. So, wow. let me give you the list for those of you who are like, well, what would those be if you're just under a rock or something? And at this point, if you don't know uh, anything about the Oscars or the films, this is probably not the <laughs> yeah. podcast you want to catch this up is, with yeah, us. Not your show, and that's okay. <laughs> we will forgive you. Just come back next week. Um, so the Best Picture nominations this year are Nightmare Alley, Don't Look Up, Dune, Drive My Car, Belfast, Licorice Pizza, Power of the Dog, West Side Story, King Richard, and Coda. 
So I'm really proud of myself. This might be the one and only year where I've seen that many Best Picture nominations and really feel like I know what's going on. And most of the Best Actor and Actress nominations have come from the Best Pictures. So I really got to knock out a whole lot of birds, you know, with however many stones this year. Um, I only did um, Being the... Being Ricardo, being the Ricardos. Wait, is that up for Best Picture? I believe I thought it was. Am I wrong? It's not on my list, but that doesn't mean anything. Okay, check me on that. I don't know. Um, and by the way, uh, a much better film is Lucy and Ricky, which is a documentary on Amazon Prime, and that is directed by Amy Poehler. Mm. So if you are not on being the team, being the Ricardos, which I loved it. If you are not, just watch the documentary Lucy and Ricky. It's fantastic. Mm. Or is it Lucy and Desi? Uh, yes. I think Lucy, Lucy and, Desi. and Desi. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. And I even have it wrong in my notes. Thank <laughs> you, fact checker. Just put it in my list last night. It's so it's good. For afterwards. It's yeah, so good. Definitely want to see that. Um, and so I've seen that. Licorice Pizza, Don't Look Up, Power of the Dog, Belfast, and then even though it's not Best Picture, it's Best Animated, and Canto. Mm-hmm. I am planning on be, this weekend... Uh, <laughs> I can never, I can't keep a straight face. We, That's okay. I think this one show is the one time we can really be like, we're doing this beforehand. Yes, and, we are doing this you know, beforehand. We're making predictions that have already come true or not. I'm going to <laughs> knock out West Side Story, Drive My Car, and um, King Richard. I'm going to try mm. before um, before the mm. actual show. So I feel like I did a pretty good job, too. Yeah. Do you have, based out of what you've seen, anything that you kind of... Hope wins. Um, I have more of what better not win. Thank you. Well, then, in that case, let's just say Darcy is gunning for Coda for Best Picture. And I wish I could see it. I'm sorry. I think it's I elitist know. that I cannot watch it because I don't have um, Apple Plus. And yeah. not only do I not have it, I would pay the money, but my smart TV, and again, I'm using air quotes for my smart TV, does not support Hulu or Apple Plus. Oh. I have a Vizio, and damn you, a Vizio people. That's okay. ridiculous. I yeah, know. that makes me angry. It's like, uh, no, 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 no. So I guess I could watch it on my laptop and pay the money, but I, I don't know. Okay, yeah. so that's my that's my. Well, um, that too is the, the reason I didn't watch Dune is because I missed it when it was originally available because I just had no no interest in seeing it. Um, but, but after it left, now I have to pay twenty bucks to, to stream yeah. it, and I'm, I'm I'm sorry, I'm not paying twenty bucks to stream a film in my living room. Right, that's just I wouldn't pay that to go to the I theater. I paid for Belfast, so. and I paid for I feel like I paid for Licorice Pizza. Mm. I paid for Belfast. Did I pay for Power I paid dark? for Belfast, and I don't regret that. Me either. Yeah. Me either at all. And thank God I did not pay for licorice pizza. Because <laughs> I'm just going to say this. Let's, let's, let's start with that. Let's dive in. That is the stupidest movie I've seen in a long time. Oh, PTA, Paul Thomas Anderson. Mm-mm. Oh, no. my gosh. And I grew up in the Valley in that time. I lived that time. You did. And I still thought... When it was done, first of all, I watched the first 41 hours of it the night before, and I couldn't even finish it. I had to watch mm-hmm. it the last 20 minutes of it the next day. Mm-hmm. I literally could not do it in my own living room where I could yeah. stop it and get up. I could not watch the whole thing in one sitting. Yeah. 
I did. I made it through because that's that's me. I'm a person who can't not finish a book and I can't not finish a movie. So I'm I like, used to be that way about books, but yeah. I read so many that at this point, yeah. if it doesn't grab me by the first hundred pages, mm-hmm. I'm not wasting my time on it. Well, that's true. Unless that's it's a another book club show, book. probably. Yeah, unless it's a book <laughs> club book, which I'm in a book club and I have slogged through many. Okay, so Licorice Pizza, I've, I definitely thought the acting was very sweet. I really Great actoring, act, actoring, actoring. actoring. It good was some actoring. good actoring, good actoring. Picture show. <laughs> but I have to say this, and I know I'm going to hell for this, because we have mentioned, we've had conversations, maybe not on the show, but conversations before about how we, in British films, just regular looking people are working, steadily working actors over there, and they're talented, and that's how they get cast. Right. Whereas over here, you have to be talented, and you have to look like a Barbie or a Ken. And so we've, you know, bitched about how, why can't we just have some more normal people? So you've got this cast, the lead and the lead boy, both girl and boy, are very normal-looking people. And that's, I loved that about it. But it annoyed me. Really? Because oh, I see, thought they I were loved... unattractive for me. Oh my gosh! I know, that I'm was going to one hell. of the that was one of the, the best things about it. I thought mm. was that I could relate to them. That I did think so. Mm. I um, appreciate that. I, I do appreciate that, and I realize how terrible I hear, the person is. I hear what sound. you're saying, though. But, but I was just like, but the thing that okay, the, the thing about the movie that really the two major things. First of all, she is supposed to be 25 years old, and he's 15. And he's 15. Yep. Now, are we supposed to suspend our disbelief because she is such an immature 25-year-old and he's, and the- he's born 35 because he's a child star and those kids are always older than... Right. But that didn't come across to me. It was just weird and icky and she's hanging out, not just with him. If it was just with him, maybe I could understand, well, but the his heart wants friends. what the heart wants. But yeah, she's hanging around with his friends and his little brother. Yeah. I so, felt that too. Yeah. And... Um, and come on, let's not even go to if it was reversed. Oh, my God, yeah. Paul that Thomas would Anderson be, would never work again. It would be again. like a Woody Allen thing, and he yeah. would never work again if it was reversed, if he was mm-hmm. 25 and she was yeah. 15. Um, the so, other major thing that bothered me is, now, I understand the boy, who's, I can't remember their characters' names because I don't care that much. Um, but... <laughs> Her real, her real name was her character name, and I feel oh, like right, it's right, Alana. Right. I can't remember. Oh, Alana. Alana. Yes, but I can't remember the boy. But anyway, now, I know he's got money because he was a working child actor, but who is going to allow him to rent a retail space in Encino at 15 years old? Did anybody co-sign for that? Well, I mean, it sounds what? like his parents are super wealthy, too. And see, that didn't even bug me as much because I feel like... I feel like if Danny Bonaducci in those days, who he used to be like the child star right. in the valley, mm-hmm. if he wanted to open a pinball arcade on Ventura Boulevard, somebody would have rented to him. That didn't even bother me. Hmm. Maybe you. I thought a point that there. was kind of cool. I I didn't. I By didn't the way, that. may his mama rest in peace. His mother passed away a few oh, months ago, um, oh. Betty Bonaducci, and she was a dear, dear lady. I used to get to hear her sing at uh, cabaret nights around town. Oh. So she lived a long life. She was 90-something years old God and went out her. kicking. She was a fabulous woman. So God bless just her. Just wanted to say. Yes, rest in peace, Betty. <laughs> rest in peace, Betty. Um, so that didn't even bother me. Um, one of the things that bothered me greatly was the whole um, Japanese uh, 
I remember the Mikado being the first Japanese restaurant in the valley. I do remember that. Okay. I remember my mom's boss took us when we were kids, and I think my sister and I, who wouldn't eat Japanese food, I think we got fried chicken, and everybody else ate it. And now I think about that, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I could have had sushi when I was like five. <laughs> um, but the whole thing with the husband, like doing a really, really insulting Japanese accent to oh, the wife, right? and that it was an interchangeable Asian wife, that bothered me so much. And then I read some reviews, and they said that... Um, if we're going to spend this much time on each movie, you guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but they said that, that that was, he wanted to kind of do that that was the period. You know, you were, it was off- offensively Asian. It was Asian offensive and, all the time, yeah. And then the, what's his name? Uh, something, David Higgins. What's the actor? I love him. The actor who played know. the husband. Oh, yeah. Uh, I can't Michael think of his name. Higgins, uh, something Michael Higgins. I think he's hilarious. Mm-hmm. He was in all of the Christopher Guest movies, which yes. I think he's hilarious. But I just thought that was so insulting. Mm-hmm. And then the punchline is, I don't know. I don't speak Japanese. I'm like, really? Yeah. <laughs> and then Bradley Cooper. Was fantastic. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And I remember when, when he, uh, what's his name, was the shit. In, I'm sorry. Peter. Oh, John Peter. John Peters, yeah. I remember when he had his salon and... Hmm. He was dating Barbara Streisand, and he was just like the shit, and I remember that, and so that I, I did like. I thought he was great. He was so unhinged and crazy, and I, and I actually enjoyed. The performances I enjoyed, absolutely. I thought so, too. I but thought so, too. But it just felt like this endless, it was, it was no point to it, and it was inappropriate. When it ended, I was just like, what the hell did I just watch Yeah. for a long time? I didn't hate it as much as I hated Spencer. I really was angry at how how much I hated Spencer. Oh right, we've talked about that. We already on talked about show, that. Yeah. So, but it was just above, just a, a okay. bar, a level. Above so, how much tell I us we're wrong, all you PTA fans. Yeah. You tell us we're wrong and let us know. Okay. But can I just say real quick, because we don't have you well, can. It's your things. show. <laughs> say whatever you want. <laughs> but I just want to say um, the reason I'm uh, Coda is my favorite because. Um, I'm a little partial to it because the the lead girl is a singer. Yeah. And the fact that her entire family cannot hear her gift is heartbreaking to me. And the way that they um, describe that in the film, and there's such an amazingly gorgeous, I just, I got chilly bumps thinking about it, and I'm tearing up in my throat as I say this. There's such a beautiful scene between her and her father. Um, That is what I'm damn sure is going to win him an Oscar on Sunday. From what I saw of his performance, even the clips from the SAG Awards, he's He's just just amazing. He's just brilliant. And I just think it's it's another reason I'm mad that you can only see it on Apple Plus is because this is an important movie for everybody to be able to see. To see that people who... um, you know, speak American Sign Language or whatever, are, can do anything. They're not stupid. They're not... They simply can't hear. Right. They're extremely intelligent. They're extremely talented um, at all sorts of things. And that actually leads me to one of the documentary shorts I watched called Audible. And it's about a football team, a high school football team. Oh, that are all, all deaf. deaf school. It's the deaf school, yeah. yeah. And, and they went very... to, like, the playoffs this mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so it was a really great... It was only 40 minutes, and it was really wonderful. And it just, I got to check that out. Yeah, I definitely recommend that. But I just wanted to say I hope Coda wins because, to me, for me, a best picture has to stick with me, and I have to continuously think about it for weeks after, 
Right. Excuse me. I'm going to burp. <laughs> you did. Yeah. And so, um, and, so th- and that did. So, um, I loved Belfast. Yeah. Oh, it made me angry. The whole reason the fighting is happening is because of effing religion. Yep. And it yep. just yep. Yep. burns my butt so bad. Um, and Jamie Dornan, man. I'm one of those few people who watched all the Shades of Grey movies just yeah. to see Jamie Dornan naked, and <laughs> man, is he hot. And I, love... I haven't seen any of those, but everything I have seen him in, I'm like, it's hard for me to imagine him playing a part like that that seems so Well, when silly. you see his parts, then you're going to say, I get it, I get it, I get it. Um, but I think he's so very talented. Belfast, I, I, I thought, Belfast. was an... Come on, Judy Dench. Come on. Yeah, and Kieran Hines, who played her husband, who fantastic, incredible. It was all. I thought the it was, little oh, boy. The little boy. Why he, wasn't he nominated? That's what I want to know. I he was, like, was brilliant. Just, and for the whole day, which to myself and to my dog, because I don't see many people at all. <laughs> I was everything was we. Oh, do you want a wee snack? Like, everything was wee. And I just love that Kenneth Branagh really brought the flavor of what it was growing up like a little boy. I thought the writing was fantastic. I thought the directing was fantastic. Mm -hmm. I loved Belfast. And I loved, I don't know if you noticed this, there is a scene where they go and see a play. And when they cut to the play on the stage, it's in color. Yes. And then, and then it then switches they go back, back to, to black, black and, and white. white. I but you did. see the reflection in Judy's glasses in, in color. color. And yep. I was just like, oh, that's a very nice touch, Mr. Brana. Yes, I thought <laughs> it was fantastic. I really loved it. I also a lot. loved, loved, loved Don't Look Up. I loved it too. I think it, it was such a brilliant satire. Mm-hmm. And I know so many people who were like, Kelly, I just didn't get it. I don't know why. And I'm like, well, then you didn't get it. Yeah. It's like, I didn't like anybody in it. And I'm like, well, that's kind of a... Or somebody said, I hated the fact that Matt Damon's character sold out. And I'm like, that's the whole point. No, Leo. Leo. (laughs) (laughs) They all look the same. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. Yes, Leo's character. No, I was just going to say, that is actually one of my favorite Leo performances of his career. I thought so, too. I thought he was fantastic. I did too, and yeah. I, I just, I, I just, and I'm afraid it's gonna get overlooked because it came out so early. Yeah, you know, and I love Jonah Hill in it, right? That's right, right? It wasn't Seth Rogen, right? It's I Hill. mix those up too. It is Jonah Hill. Jonah yes. Hill. I always want to do those and Meryl. Fantastic. N- well, I tried to mix her up with Glenn Close earlier before we recorded. That's, so that's fine. We're all good. <laughs> um, so let's talk about the other. Um, uh, don't get it. Power of the dog. <laughs> okay. Well, here's the thing. I did not hate it. I didn't either. I thought the performances were great. Performances were spectacular. Um, I actually didn't think it... I don't feel like I wasted my time watching it. It, it, it was a slow burn. I don't mind a slow burn. I agree. Um, but I'm still just kind of like... Okay. <laughs> if you don't... Well, should we spoil it? Uh... Because I feel like uh, you know what it's for a spoiler alert. If you have not seen Power of the Dog, um, maybe turn this off for like five minutes. Yeah. Or plug your ears and go la 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 la. Something. Because I feel like I can't. Because the whole movie happens in the last five minutes or seven minutes. Right. You know, and so the end. But the thing is, ten minutes in, I was like, 
I can say this without actually spoiling it. Ten minutes in, I was like, okay, this is what has to happen before this movie is over. I'm going to be really pissed. Yeah. <laughs> so it did happen. Um, but I just kind of felt like, what was the point of the film? Yeah, I like, agree. W- what, what's the lesson to learn here? But I do have to say, that being said, you know, you talked about something that stayed with you. Mm-hmm. Like for days after, I mm-hmm. kept thinking about, oh, so was that? Okay, so I get, the, you know, it, it stuck with me. Mm-hmm. And I also thought it was beautifully shot. Oh, yes. I thought the cinematography was I feel like that's Jane Campion's gorgeous. gift I agree. is it choosing is. her cinematographers. Thing. Yeah, because yeah, I hated the piano. Hated but it was it. gorgeous. Boring, but I do vividly remember. I agree. You know, the the water and the piano in the water, which broke my heart. (laughs) You know, that kind of thing. So, yeah, I'm I'm not a fan of hers because I do feel like her stuff is just kind of a little pointless. Like, where's this going? What are you trying to say here? But, and I did read an article today about the endings. I had a couple questions. I was like, did I catch that right? Is that how that actually happened? And how she was saying, basically, you know, the themes of, Toxic masculinity, right? You know, is inbred. Yeah. It's it's systemic, right? <laughs> you know, exactly. No, and, it's uh, true. Yeah, it's true. So as far as something that stuck with me, that one did stick with me. Okay, so those are all the ones that I saw. And then it's not mm-hmm. up for best picture per se, but it's up for best animated. I just loved Encanto. Oh, so beautiful! I really did too. I just it was it was dear. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was. Um, Sparkling, so much sparkle. Yeah, I love all the sparkle. Um, so, <laughs> and the music was gorgeous. It, well done, Lin Manuel. Oh man, nobody could write a lyric that that man. I mean, I yeah. take that back. There are plenty of people who could write a lyric like that but man. He's he's the guy that writes the all this rapping in Hamilton and and in the Heights, and then he writes the songs for this musical that are just 100% musical theater songs. And, and then some in Spanish. I yeah, mean, the just... one that's nominated for best song, Dos or I always want to say it the wrong way, Orguitas, um, is nominated, and it's in, entirely in Spanish. Yeah, beautiful. And it's, just yeah, beautiful, gorgeous. and I thought that movie literally was magic. Yeah. Okay, so, that, so that's a good um, segue for you. You want to talk mm. some about music, right? Yeah. Um, but just, oh, so quickly, I just really want to say shout out to King Richard because I think that is uh, Will Smith's, one of his best performances of his life. Oh, um, talk about Jane Campion uh, screwing herself up what? when she won the Critics Award for that. Which, what happened? Uh, she, uh, uh, Venus Williams, Serena Williams, one of the Williams sisters was mm-hmm. in there. Okay. And she said something like... Um, um, so I know that you work hard, but you don't have to, uh, I, I forget the exact quote. We'll put it on our website. I mean, our Facebook site, but she said something about you didn't have, you don't have to go up against all the men all the time. She said that to Serena Williams. What? And the oh, face no. that Serena Williams, forgive me if it's Venus. I'm sorry. And I know the difference. I just don't know. This is not like they both I think look it was alike. Serena because I think, I think it she was, was at the SAG awards with him. I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, so she said, "Yeah, you don't have to work. You don't have to pit yourself up against the, all the the men like I do." So oh that was bad. Lord, that oh girl, yeah. Okay, no. sorry. Now it's all Darcy. That's okay. It's all me. It's all by me. Um, and the other thing I just wanted to say was uh, Nightmare Alley was lovely. Uh, I, I 
lot of slow burn movies. But the thing that I loved about West Side Story that I wanted to mention was the cinematography, the lighting, the the way they made it look like it was filmed in the 50s with the color. It's almost yeah, like, like that technicolor thing. Yeah. But it's so vivid and beautiful because it's digital. It's like it's just beautiful. It's really beautiful I can't to wait. look at. I think I'm going to do that yeah. tonight. And um Rita Moreno's moment in it, I don't know if you've heard, and I don't want to give it away for you because you haven't seen it, um, really moved me. I really liked that change that they made. Um, I thought it was really poignant. Um, that said, yes, I want to talk about the songs. Um, oh, wait, no. <laughs> I want to talk about documentary shorts. I've seen two of them, um, and the one that I just really want to recommend is called Flea. And it's the animated um, documentary, and it's the story of a man who is a uh, a gay man who's about to get married, um, but uh, his having to flee Afghanistan as a little boy with his family, and it's the story of how he ended up in um, is Dan Danish is that's Denmark, right? Yeah. yeah. So how he ended up getting to Denmark via Moscow, and how. And they so had funny to... when you said flee, I was thinking F. L-E-A, and I'm like, oh, oh. really? Oh, flee, F-L-E-E. Right, no. Flee, running away, flee. Yeah. And it's so amazing, and it's it's and the reason it's animated is because um, they have to protect his identity. Because even to this day, oh. if he's found, because he lived in Moscow illegally for many, many years. They lived without a visa, in hiding, and then he made it to Denmark illegally. Right. And now he's he's gay, so if he gets sent back to Moscow or to Afghanistan, right. he's in he's, trouble, yeah. you know? So it's animated to hide his identity, but it also made wow. it so that um, I think it makes it a little easier for a, a difficult subject matter to be yeah. ingested for the, yeah. the you know. Like consumer. Mouse, that people are trying to ban from schools. Mouse? The oh, book the book Mouse? Mouse. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Makes a very hard subject matter easier in a graphic novel, but I yeah. digress. Go ahead. Yeah. The other doc I want you to see is Summer of Soul. The I did see Love. Summer of Soul. So and I good. Love Quest Love, if you're listening to mm -hmm. this, come to LA and marry me, please. <laughs> but that's just a great, um, I'm going to use that to segue into the songs because as a musician, that's just important to know that it happened. Yeah. Because it never, none of that footage aired until Quest Love got his hands on it. Well, and that's the thing. It. You hear Woodstock and Nausea. Yeah. Yeah. The whatchamacallit Newport Jazz Festival. Mm -hmm, you hear mm -hmm. all of that ad nauseum, and who mm -hmm. knew that this happened? Yeah. So, yes, Quest Love. The greatest, greatest, greatest African American acts on the planet I ever have the to this day. I'm the biggest crush on him. I'm you just know. telling you right now. Really? I love that he's always got a pick in his hair. Me too. I love it. I just. <laughs> Arr, daddy, come find me. <laughs> but anyway, so best song. I couldn't not talk about the best songs. Of course. And so up for an award this year is Billie Eilish, and she did No Time to Die, which is the theme song to the latest Bond movie. And what I love about, I mean, she sounds like herself, like she just rolled out of bed and, you know, got I, on a microphone. I'm, I'm team Billie. I really but, like her. And but I her liked brother it. as Finn as a, as, a, as a producer. Yeah. I like them both. But she just sounds like that to me. But the thing I love about all of the, the Bond movie themes is that it, always has at some point those rip-roaring French horns come in and it does that bum, bum, has that, that chord progression that you, know is, gonna that happen. you know is distinctively Bond and it's in every single song. And that's for song. the Broccoli family. We have to thank for that. 
the broccoli family. That's who produced them for years and years oh. and years. The broccoli. I forget his first name, but then the daughter took over, and they were the producers of um, of the films. Yeah. Oh, I didn't each, know. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm not a Bond person, so. But um, then Lin Manuel is nominated for Dos Oruguitas from Encanto. Beautiful, beautiful. Spanish song. It might be the first entirely Spanish song to be nominated, maybe. And no. if that didn't make you cry, you have no soul. Yeah, absolutely. Then, dear Diane Warren, the Susan Lucci of the Oscars. Oh, this I is love her, me some Diane Warren. Oh, her 13th nomination for... Holy crap! 13th, and she's never won. Um, for Somehow You Do, which is from a film of Glenn Close called Four Good Days. I believe that's a, a, a rehab recovery drug story or something like that. Then Miss Beyonce got her first nomination for a song called Be Alive from King Richard. I didn't get a chance to listen to that. Um, and then if you watch Belfast, then you know pretty much the entire soundtrack was Van Morrison songs. And so a really fun fact about this one, and I'm not really a Van Morrison fan, but I thought they... Did a really great job choosing I did too. his I music. Thought they were fantastic. But the song he's nominated for, what you have to understand is, to get nominated for an Oscar in a move for a song in a movie, it has to be written for the film, and I believe it can't be released on its own before the film is released. Oh. So this song called "Down to Joy" from Belfast is actually a retooling of a demo he did in the '70s that never got released. Wow. So, Loophole, now Van Morrison has a new song for this movie and is nominated for an Oscar for it. Um, but his fans are like, that's not a new song. I have that bootleg in my cassette. Yeah, game. but if it was a deep cut, come on. <laughs> yeah. But good for Van Morrison. Yeah, good for him. You know but I, mean? I love the fact that it was. Another soundtrack that I loved, and I, I, I really wanted this movie to One Night in Soho. I love that movie. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. And I didn't know. I went in not knowing what to expect. And I just love that movie. But the soundtrack from that is great, yeah. too. Um, so, yeah. And can I bitch about the original score that we're not going to get to? I mean, we'll get to see who wins it. But that that's... I know. I wait for that every year. That's one of my big awards every year. I, I agree. I agree. And you makeup know. and... Um, Production design? I saw... There's so much great stuff going on in production design right now. I mean... I know. It's These crazy. people are crazy talented. And I saw a, um, an, uh, an interview with the woman who did the costumes for Dune. And she's, oh, yeah? And she's up for it. And she said that she'd never done sci-fi. Never, ever, ever. And mm -hmm. she would never dream to do sci-fi. And the director said, that's why I want you. And she's... Hmm. I think she's one for some other thing. She's... I. Forgive me, I don't know your name. I'll put it on the... We'll put a whole list of all the nominees on our yeah. website. Just we'll do case. the thing. Yeah. Or at least a link to the Oscar page that has all there the There you nominees. go. Perfect. Even better. <laughs> That'll be Even less time better. consuming. Um, yeah. And I think I have a cheat sheet of where to see everything, too. Our friend Candy uh, sent... Uh, she posted, did? Yeah, she posted it on uh, one of our... Uh, pages. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm somewhere on the social medias. Yes, on the social oh, okay. medias. So I will um, link that. Okay. So let's hear what you think. Uh, uh, by the time you hear this, it will have been last night, um, <laughs> the awards. Tell us what yep. you loved about the show. Tell us what were surprises, not surprises. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, yeah, just let us know what you were what you were gunning for and what you were disappointed yeah. or what you were happy with. Oh, can I also say I know who better not win Best Actress? If you've been listening to our show, you know I don't want Twilight Girl. Sorry. Her oh, name right. For Spencer. <laughs> yeah. What was it? For, oh, my gosh. What's her name? Kristen Stewart. Yeah. And honestly, I don't think she's a bad actress. 
Right. I just think, because other things I've seen her in, I've never seen a Twilight movie and I never will. Because vampires don't sparkle. Don't right. judge me. Um, fight me on it, actually. Fight me. I will come for you. Um, but she's a good actress in other things I've seen her in. I just yeah. felt like I know she's just being a caricature. It. And so I'm not going to be pleased. I don't think I'm going to be pleased if Nicole Kidman gets it either, simply because, not because she didn't look like Lucy. Right. And not because she's not a great actor. But A, I'm kind of sick of her right now. She's like everywhere. Really? Yeah. Interesting. You don't think so? Well, I started watching, what is it, The Nine Perfect Strangers, and then my Hulu yeah. discontinued. Oh, Damn you, Vizio. that was a good series. I know. Um, I just read a book by the same author that was fantastic, mm. Apples Never Fall, which is, I, I don't recommend enough books, and I'm in a book club, and I read a lot mm. of them, so I should start recommending more books. But um, digress, digress, digress. <laughs> um, I wouldn't hate if she won it, but honestly, after seeing the documentary, I'm like, nah, I don't know that she was right, mm. but... I don't know. That wouldn't that wouldn't I bother might me. be leaning towards like Olivia Coleman was amazing in The Lost Daughter. Um I and think I love actually, her though, anyway. I, I love think her. I want to see Kirsten Dunst win. That's supporting, right? No, I think oh, wait. I think she's up for support. Shoot, I can't remember. I meant to write this stuff down. For SAG, she was definitely up for support. Okay. I don't know. I thought she was great. I thought okay. she was great and I love the fact that it was her real partner who played her husband. Yes. I love that. Jesse Plemons, he did great too. I was so happy to see him play a main role and not the like the idiot, you know, best friend or yeah. the jerky, you know, neighbor. Yeah. I was so happy to see mm -hmm. him front and center. Yeah. Um and I thought he was fantastic. He's great at everything. He's such a subtle actor. He really is. And I love that about And the the one who played the him. kid. Mm -hmm. Kristen yeah, oh. I thought he was fantastic too. Yeah. And then he's when up I saw for him at the SAG Awards. Yeah, yeah, when I saw him at the SAG Awards and he didn't look so freaking creepy. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Okay, he's not so Yeah. It's like amazing tall, skinny can... Mo from the Three Stooges looking. Totally. Um, but yeah. I mean for yeah. a movie I didn't totally love i do talk about it a lot so i'm guess there's something there yeah, there's something there and i think that's and i think that's also one of jane campion's gifts right is that she you, it she's with sneaky it's you know what i mean you. oh yeah <laughs> she's sneaky like that oh it totally you know? stays with you yeah, yeah i agree i agree so yeah if you don't already please follow us um i know you're listening to us on a podcast mm -hmm. but find us on facebook and interact with us there Yes, um, if you please. like the podcast, please um, let us know. Let your friends know. If you don't like it, keep it to yourself. Yeah, shut your <laughs> pie hole. We like to say. Um, but yeah, please follow us. Find us on social media. And another thing with Darcy and Kelly. Mm -hmm. Another thing, TV.com. If you want to watch or listen to any of our older ones, you can mm -hmm. find us on the YouTube's. Mm -hmm. So um, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, you guys, to listen to us blather and blather and. Do tell us uh, your feelings about how things went. Yeah, and the best way to do that, again, is on our Facebook page. Yeah. So please come find us on Facebook. And until then, uh, happy Oscar watching and stay safe, stay sane. And healthy and hopeful. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye.